And hello there, everyone. Welcome into the Auto Remarketing Podcast. My name is Bill Zadites, and uh, so glad to have you along with us today. Got some a great conversation on tap for you today with a couple of executives from Cox Automotive. We're going to be talking about a number of different things that will be of interest to you, including the new learning series coming from Cox Automotive, Bridging the Gap, How to Leverage the Power and Potential of Connected Data. You're going to want to be sure to sign up for that. We'll give you information on how to do that a little bit later, but I do want to bring in our guest today. We have uh, Chrissy O'Hara. Chrissy is the uh, VP of Dealer Sales at Auto Trader and KBB. Chrissy, how are you today? I'm great. Thanks for having us, Bill. Yeah, always a pleasure and appreciate your time. Also uh, joining Chrissy today is uh, Josh Lang. Uh, Josh is Senior Product Consultant from Dealer.com. Josh, I hope you are well. Beautiful day up here in Vermont. Great to be back. Awesome. Awesome. Great to have you uh, you both with us. And I mentioned uh, as we as we came in today on the Auto Remarketing Podcast uh, on the new series uh, that Cox Automotive has uh, out for the industry now for their dealer partners and those interested bridging the gap, how to leverage the power and potential of connected data. And we'll give you a sneak peek into some of that as we go through our conversation today. But Chrissy, we'll, we'll start with you and Josh be interested in, in your comments as well, just on the, the idea behind this series and, uh, and the importance uh, to, to the dealer community. Perfect. Well, thank you for that, Bill. And I'm super excited to be talking about this. We've we've spent a little time in some of our previous episodes really talking about that it's, you know, it's not not just a catchphrase, it's a real strategy. And it really comes down to, you know, bridging the gap is about connecting our dealers' data and the consumer experience between online and in person and ensuring that our dealers are activating their data to make the shopper experience seamless and personalized. I think we all can agree, you know, there's endless solutions that can help dealers connect with shoppers, but often those solutions are disconnected, which is creating these gaps. And that creates the inability to reach consumers and personalize the content to what they're looking for. Uh, I know we probably all, all talked about this at certain points, but, you know, the bar is set pretty high based on consumer shopping behavior and their habits. And so we really have to adjust to what consumers want and need. When that gap is there, you know, it opens up for, you know, the competition to grab that consumer and for our dealers to lose out on valuable ROI. You know, and I would say it's not just from an inventory standpoint, it's from a marketing spend as well. So it's really important. It's probably more important than ever to ensure those gaps are identified and bridged. And we're here to help guide our dealer partners as they look at these new strategies that need to be employed. So we're excited to be here talking about it. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, and Josh, we all know that that you know having the data is no longer a quote nice nice to have. It's essential. So, especially to dealerships when it comes to driving business and profits, but why is activating it so important these days, Josh? What do you think? It's a great question, Bill. Data can really be our superpower at the dealership. And with the digital future sort of already here, in order to improve that experience, the customers want that we always talk about with them. It's more important than ever for dealers to really understand how to connect their digital and their traditional solutions to sort of fully leverage that data. When we're able to do this, when we put in the work, what happens is we really drive profits and consumer satisfaction. It's like a snowball effect there. Now, if the data you're using to make your marketing decision comes from disconnected solutions, you're not really getting the full picture of your shoppers. And this is severely limiting your ability to effectively engage with them in the first place, right? If you've ever gotten a key mailer for a Civic when you've owned trucks for the last 20 years, 
it's a great example of a disconnected solution. So activating your, your digital data isn't key. It is the key. It's the key to getting the maximum value out of every solution that you have and the maximum value out of all of your shoppers as well, Bill. Gotcha. I think you make a you make a great point. So let's take what you've just said just a, a step further. And what are some ways that dealers should be activating data, especially when it comes to their their marketing strategy? Yeah. So to be successful, we try to help our dealers focus in sort of four key marketing capabilities related to using data to sort of create personalized communications. Those are user behavior insights, lead management, content development, and service marketing. So to sort of dive into those just a little bit, that user behavior insights is essentially taking the user shopping data from as many sources as we possibly can to make automatic marketing decisions and to sort of develop personalized content for those shoppers. Lead management, pretty basic. It's just using our CRM to make sure that we're managing the leads and communications more efficiently and effectively. But now there's a larger matrix of data that flows into that that we have to look at. Then there's the content development side of things. We have to create advertising or content that can be dynamic based on all of these new inputs that we have. It's got to be unique to the consumer, and it's got to also be templated somehow to make sure that we're helping out individual profit centers quickly and easily. The service marketing side of things, incredibly important. We see so often that our fixed ops departments are left out of the fold when we look at these things. So it's an important part of activating your data build is making sure we stay in front of all of those service and tenders. And I know that's four, but there's actually a fifth there. I'm reading these off, looking at them, and I noticed there's a fifth that we didn't really bring up, and that's automation. So automation is something that's really important in this process as well. It's going to take all of those other you know, service marketing ideas. It's going to power it a lot of times by AI. Now, dealers may be doing a lot of things manually. At Cox Automotive, for example, we have a platform that automates the process of sending some very focused marketing messages that really tailor the communication to consumers. And it also saves time for the dealership. It saves a lot of time for the dealership, but guess how? It does this by using the data that dealers already have access to, to already, and by creating efficiencies, sharing data across those platforms. So if we can alleviate time at each portion of that shopping journey, and by improving internal processes, it's a better experience for everyone. So that's a lot of words. So put that in sort of the real word example. Let's take a friend, Joe. So let's say Joe's looking for a new vehicle. Maybe it's an F-150. Ton of touch points across Joe's shopping journey, right? But for example, Joe clicks on an ad for Bill's Ford, shows up at your dealership website, looks at your great F-150 inventory off of that ad. So now as Joe lands on your SRP, your search results page for F-150s on your website, Bill, you have access to his information now. You've got him. He's in your CRM. You know him. You know how he shops. And you can follow his journey across F-150 land. And you can now personalize that experience for him based on what he looks at across his shopping journey. That's payment. That's individual vehicles. Anything that you glean from him, we're able to put into that marketing now. So traditionally, we'd have to wait for Joe to submit a lead. But now that you've connected your marketing solutions with your CRM, you can use that data that you've learned from this shopper as they're continuing to look for their F-150. So you can see the sites that they visited, the inputs that they have into digital retailing solutions. So maybe they started their budget at like $500, $550 a month. But they flex that as they were looking. They were looking at $650, maybe, maybe $700 a month payments. Or maybe what they have for trade, even if they haven't let you know at the dealership. And now you're able to see all of that because you've connected all of those solutions. 
with this new technology that we've developed and that's being developed across the automotive space, your team's ability to customize that experience and tie all of this together across all of your consumers' shopping and behavioral data into one place, you can really connect the journey for those shoppers. Uh, you can make sure that your destination is perfect, and you can make sure that you're serving a dynamic experience to Joe. You're not serving you know, 0% financing offers to, for sedans up to Joe. And to take that even a small leap further, what if Joe, your new F-150 shopper that just bought from your dealership, five years later starts looking for an escape? Well, now that Joe's in your CRM, he's already, already registered there, you can keep an eye on how he's shopping across the web with your connected digital environment. And you can now send him tailored messaging about that new escape that he's looking at, highlighting the equities built over the last few years and his F-150 all in a targeted marketing package there for him. So it's really all about connecting that experience. You're listening to the voice of Josh Lang. Josh is the uh, senior product consultant with dealer.com and on the auto remarketing podcast today, giving you a, a bit of a peek behind the curtain on bridging the gap, a new video and audio learning series from the folks at Cox Automotive. And if you're interested in uh, signing up for the series, and we encourage you to do, do so, very easy to go to B2B, letter B, number two, letter B, dot autotrader.com. That's B2B, dot autotrader.com. Very easy to register from there. Well, Chrissy O'Hara, the VP of Dealer Sales with Autotrader and KBB is also along with us today on the Auto Remarketing Podcast. And, and, and Chrissy, you know, there's been a shift in buyer behavior and Really interested to hear what you are seeing at Cox Automotive. I, I know your company conducts several large industry studies. And what are those results showing when it comes to the consumer and, and in-market auto shoppers? Yeah, thank you, Bill. I think there's lots to dig into here as consumers are really starting to shop differently. You know, we all know buyers became frustrated with retailers as new and used car prices increased you know, resulting in a decline in consumer satisfaction as well as loyalty to brands and or dealerships. It's, it's been kind of a circle. But declining consumer loyalty brings more opportunities for, for the competition to capture car buyers as well. It's just the reality that people are shopping differently. So as a dealer, you have to ask yourself, you know, am I marketing my business differently? You know, I'm briefly mentioned on this, but you know, one other thing every dealer is experiencing right now is this cross-brand shopping and a decrease in consumer satisfaction with the car buying journey. So we saw this in our annual car buying journey study. This also presents a big opportunity both online and offline, especially when it comes to getting in front of, of a new audience. But to put this in perspective, Recent data showed that cross-shopping has increased from 39% in 2021 to 56% in 2022. And in 2023, I think we're going to find those numbers either consistent, if not higher, when the new study comes out. But that's almost a 20% jump. And again, we, we all know the reasons, right? It's the same reasons why there's a decline in satisfaction. It's lack of inventory, inflation, higher interest rates. But you know, there's you can use this as an invitation to show to shoppers who you are and what your brand stands for, and that's one of those things we talk about in leveraging your data. There's you know kind of two sides of this. One is the retention piece, and one is the new acquisition piece. But this study really shows that consumers are shopping differently. Consumers are searching for the best vehicle that meets their budget. They're looking at different brands, different dealerships, different types of cars. 
you know, I'll give you an example. Take the person that's always bought an Acura or always bought a Honda. And with the average prices being up over, it's over $9,000 from 2020 to today. That customer is thinking, if I'm going to spend almost 10000 more for the same vehicle, what else can I get for that price? And we're seeing that in the shopping behavior. And then if you look at the flip side on the used car side, that customer's thinking, you know, kind of the same thing with used prices up roughly six to seven thousand over the past three years. That customer's thinking, you know, a what else should I buy or could I buy or should I buy new instead, especially if I could potentially get, you know, a better finance rate. So, you know, big picture, customers are shopping differently and considering more options than they ever have before. So it's really important that our clients consider this in their marketing strategies both from, again, a retention standpoint, how am I going to retain my current customer base, knowing the shopping behavior is happening? And then how can I also kind of capitalize on this opportunity for new customer acquisition? No, Chrissy, great points. And thank you for that. So Josh, back to you. Uh, let's talk a little more on your recommendations on connecting solutions. And what should a dealer's goal be? I mean, they're getting ready to close out 2023. They're probably taking a peek ahead to the new year. What, what are your thoughts in that area? Great question. Let's get into some of the actionable stuff. Um, to start off, we have to learn the, the right questions to ask ourselves, not the wrong questions that we've been asking for the longest time. So those old questions, uh, you know, how many visits do we have? What is the time on site? How many visits, visitors do we have? All the metrics that are somewhat point driven, right? So one goal is to learn how to take your digital retailing solutions and maybe put them together to map out some step-by-step -step how to stay ahead of the consumer type of thing. So ask yourself, is my dealership connected? Are my digital retailing solutions connected to my operations? Are they connected to my goals at the dealership? Or are they even just basically connected to my CRM? Are they connected to what my sales team does and the sales team processes and procedures? Do we work through that digital retailing experience for every shopper that comes into the store? Or do we even connect those to the staff training or the training staff for that matter to see if people teaching others in the dealership are up to date on the, the most recent, recent methods for sale? Ask questions like, do I build experiences around how my shoppers want to shop? Do we have a, a digital retailing experience built out for our shoppers? Or do we just have a digital retailing tool? And those are the hard questions sometimes that we need to ask ourselves. Data continuity is key as we're all sort of learning here. Connectivity and continuity across your dealer systems is incredibly and highly valuable. Whether it's entering information into the digital retailing tool and making that easier, or just having access to all of the information all the way through to signing or doing things like remote signing for your shoppers. It's the way forward and it's the future. So as we ask ourselves these right questions, we teach ourselves how to plan, how to strategize and how to start acting on connecting these solutions. Ultimately, hopefully all of those solutions can be connected as soon as possible. You're listening to the Auto Remarketing Podcast. My name is Bill Zadites. Glad to have along with us today, Josh Lang, Senior Product Consultant with Dealer.com and Chrissy O'Hara, VP of Dealer Sales with Auto Trader and Kelly Blue Book. So 
been a great conversation and I appreciate this, but in the, in the few minutes that we have left here with our audience today, and Josh, we'll start with you and, and, and Chrissy, we'll, we'll let you have the last word here today. But now that we know what the gaps are, how to bridge them, what, what would you say dealers can do to take a look at their current toolbox, uh, a look inside of their organization to make sure that uh, they're connected? Josh and then, uh, and then Chrissy. Yeah, great question, Bill. So the first thing that we can do is, is audit everything that we do at the dealership. Uh, give your digital marketing sort of a checkup, if you will. We do these regularly for dealers. Quite honestly, a lot of times they're the most effective way to find where that gap is. When we think about digital marketing at dealerships, it's important to give your current strategy a checkup as well, not just your tools out there. So take a look at, at how you're doing things, the steps that you take to the sale. All of those things can play into consideration here. So you have to be or answer something honestly for yourself, thinking of where you are today and how you would grade yourselves on a lot of these things on a scale of one to 10 when it comes to your website, your advertising, your listings, your digital retailing tools. Other things that we can do, we can explore your website through the eyes of the consumer. So start looking for a vehicle natively as though you don't have a vehicle or maybe you have a trade-in. Walk through that process on your third-party listing sites as well as your website. Start from the homepage and navigate through that search experience. How hard is it to find your inventory? These are the questions that you really have to ask yourself. You have to look at your VDPs and your service pages. You have to pay close attention to those communication tools, your chat tools. And you have to ask yourself questions like, can shoppers connect with sales department? Can they connect with our service department digitally? And what communications options are available? A lot of people like to text these days. Do you have text options available? Or is it all text or excuse me, all chat from your, your website? Are your communication prompts simple, easily understandable for all generations that shop at your dealership? And ultimately, what deal building tools are available? A lot of dealers have payment calculators, but is that payment calculator integrated into your VDP helping move your deals forward? Also, we can dig into your content a little bit by really doing a couple different things. We need to develop clear and consistent steps for shoppers who want to build that deal on your website. And then we need to look at ways to share those across all of your digital communication channels. Creating this consistent message is going to allow your customers to experience your dealership in a sort of seamless fashion. And Ultimately, we don't want to forget to manage the key customer touch points uh, the same way. So we're talking not just your website and your third-party listing sites, but also social media channels, places on your website individually like VDPs or service centers, and things, once again, like your auto trader listings to make sure that they're up to date and they have the most connected solutions on there as well. Lastly, uh, merchandising solutions can really help you seamlessly integrate consistent messaging and offers on your listings, on your website, across the board. We're talking things like scaling promotions across your inventory to make sure that you have consistent promotions no matter where your shoppers are looking at your inventory. And then ultimately adding tools like 360-degree inventory views so those shoppers that might not want to come into your dealership can have that same experience that they had if they were to step into your showroom. When we look at things, this is how you capture more shopper interest, more leads, and ultimately you feed all of that into your connected solutions. Chrissy, anything you want to add? Thanks, Josh. I, well, first, I think that was very well said. The only thing I really wanted to touch on is, and I, I mentioned this when we were talking about, you know, what is bridging the gap, but one of those things is that seamless experience between online and in-store and, and back, right? We realize that it's no longer just 
online to in-store, it oftentimes moves back online. And really making sure that that's a seamless experience for a customer, meaning that we're also carrying the data forward and back that they provide us. So I think that's something really important as well as, you know, Josh, you mentioned, you know, kind of going on the website and putting yourself through that experience. I would encourage dealers to think about that as well. Think about the customer journey as they move between offline, you know, and online. And then a few questions, I guess I'd add to some of the incredible questions that you posed, Josh, is, you know, I would say, are you also leveraging your digital retailing tools for insights, right? There's definitely an opportunity there. And then are you connecting those insights to your marketing? You know, Josh, you mentioned again, seamless experience. We know customers want this as they, as they move between the store experiences, both online and offline. And then how are you activating those insights and how frequently are you doing it? And then Josh, I think you mentioned this one, but I think it's worth kind of highlighting again is does your marketing strategy account for the shift in how consumers are shopping? You know, we talked about the difference, especially with all the cross shopping that's happening now. And then last question would just be, you know, what tools do you have connected to make your data even more robust? So taking the time to do a quick checkup will give you great insights and in how you could potentially improve or gain efficiency as you look at your 2024 strategies. And I know you mentioned this, Bill, but I'll, I'll add a plug in there again. If you, if you want to learn more about some of those topics discussed, we do have our Bridge the Gap series posted on our business-to-business -business site, which is b2b.autotrader.com. Chrissy O'Hara, VP of Dealer Sales Auto Trader and KBB. Chrissy, great to spend a little time with you today. Thank you. Great to spend time with you as well, Bill. And Josh Lang with Dealer.com. Josh, thank you for joining us. Thank you so much, Bill. Look forward to the next time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Again, I want to thank uh, Christy and Josh for joining us from Cox Automotive today. Thank you for uh, joining us as well on the Auto Remarketing Podcast. We are uh, humbled uh, in the number of people that are now listening to the uh, podcast and appreciate you tuning in for these conversations with executives across the used vehicle industry. Again, uh, to uh, reemphasize Chris, uh, Chrissy's point, uh, b2b.autotrader.com for the new Bridging the Gap series. You are invited and hope that you will join us for that. And also one more plug I'll make as well, Used Car Week coming up uh, in November, November 6 through 9. We'll be in Scottsdale at the Kierland Resort. You can find more information there as well at usedcarweek.biz. Well, my name is Bill Zadites. Once again, we thank you for joining us today. We'll see you right back here next time on the Auto Remarketing Podcast.